Yo, what's up? I'm Jace. I'm Virgo. I'm Lachlan. And this is what we did on the weekend. Featuring Run. Run. Just run. Just There's a full stop there. <laughs> There's a full stop. Just run. Well, there was dots. No, it was spaces. Oh, spaces, not dots. Yeah, because uh, when we came up with the name of the band, it was sort of like a whole sentence, like the whole first EP, like run for you will never find peace within your quiet. And we're like, this works. Like run is the name of the band. And mm-hmm. then... We found out that there was another like Melbourne-based sort of hardcore band, or Frankston, I think, called Run at the time. Frankston, Frankston. Frankston. and uh, <laughs> eight count, shout out eight count and Fever And I, uh, I hit him up to be like, "Hey, sorry," because there was a couple of mates in the band. I yeah. think they've since changed their name, but yeah, we we were like, we can't really change this name. We're too set on this concept, so yeah. we're going to put spaces in it to make it different. Yeah. And then that just ended up being a bit of a mistake for like. The internet, I suppose, trying to search for run was fucked. How do you search spaces? Like, (laughs) it's pretty much just can't. Yeah, and so you have to kind of be directly linked to the band to find it. And even just trying to search run now that it has no spaces on Spotify, it's like it's coming after run the jewels and and everything else. Yeah. So yeah, once but like thematically, once the kind of band actually became a band and not just a project, it felt like the gaps were being filled. And the other run had had like given up and changed their name. I don't know what it's called now. Walk flex, <laughs> flex them out. But yeah, like, this yeah, ain't big enough for that. We won. <laughs> and uh, okay. yeah, it just made sense to to just make it make things a bit more simple and yeah. change the name and become run with no spaces. Yeah, Frankson's new hardcore band, <laughs> Jog. <laughs> Jog. <laughs> um, thank you to our Patreon members, patreon.com slash WWDSEW, and our sponsors. Enjoy the dumb one we just did, too. Yeah, we just did <laughs> We just did a little gap filler in the last hour, and we just watched wrestling intros and talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just us reacting to YouTube, but no video. It's, just, right. it's very stupid. The people pay for that. That's all right. Um, Happy Pessimist. And Curse Cult Clothing. Ooh, we don't yeah. know where it doesn't matter. Very good. Um, yeah, that's it for us. Uh, join the Patreon if you want cool content. There's cool content up there. There's a little video pod from a cool band from the UK. That's up there now. Um, and us talking about WWE theme songs and Triple J fucking... Like a version. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, judging like a versions if they're good or not. And you can no. hear Jay sing Man Not Hot. Oh, yeah. I, I did a... <laughs> I sang over the top of... Uh, what's in that? Big, Big Shack. Shack. Big Shack, man's a hot. So if you want to hear me sing. I forgot about that song. Bro, so did I. And then I was like, mm, it's every burnt word. into the brain. <laughs> uh, yeah, we worked out it was popular for two months into 2017. Those two months, that's all I knew. And that's, that's in there. I can't, I can't name Lamb of God's last good song, but I know every word to man's not hot. You don't reckon <laughs> Ditch is a sick song? I can't, but I, don't, I can't remember the names of the songs. Right. Like I hear them and I'm like, yeah, this song's sick. I can't remember the names. I'm just sh- song names. But he literally knows every word to Big Jack. Every <laughs> then, sit there, I'm that's like, what, what I mean. the fuck? My, my brain takes up. Uh, it's full of weird, useless things and important things I want to know. Yeah. They just don't like, say I, I can remember like what 
month, what record label, what producer was some fucking obscure metal record mm-hmm. it's sort of associated with, but then I can't remember my family members' birthdays. Bro, I was like, fuck, when's Burjo's birthday? <laughs> oh God, it's this week. I'm like, mm, loading. <laughs> I just wait for Facebook to tell me. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook is for that and... Karen's in local community groups complaining about nonsense. So much fun. Yeah, the the country ones. Country ones. You'd have oh. a country community Facebook group. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really use Facebook anymore, but I do yeah, remember. Facebook, oh, yeah. is, Facebook sucks, but like, yeah, like the Yarra Rangers community notice board. <laughs> and it's just like some lady <laughs> bitching about stuff. Like, oh my God, there's chemtrails. Some like, of my oh mates Lord. used to uh, make, a, make a sport out of trolling Moray Field mums. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like posting, posting their each other, like being like, my son, my poor son, he's, he, won't, he won't eat his food. Like, does <laughs> anyone got any advice on how I get my son David to start eating again? Like, Stupid shit like that. Fuck and it. And he eventually became admin of the group. Awesome. Oh, guy that was doing it. Bullied his way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that is a life that's, lesson. That's the ultimate takeover. Fucking oath. Mm. Hostile. You live long enough to see yourself become the enemy. <laughs> so good. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, fuck. Anyway. You're in a cool band. Released well, a new song the other day. Thank you. It's very good. It's heavy. And I saw it at the what was that fucking show at Max Watts? Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour show. You keep yeah, that was getting that show. That was the first oh, time we played it. Oi, if you went to that show, you'd understand. There was it was a um it was a cool show, cool lineup. I don't know who the fuck was promoting it, but I don't think anyone was promoting it. Oh uh, yeah, we were trying our best, but um not I I don't know not to diss. Uh, Greg at United Front, but I think he's he's pretty new to promoting. Tough, and I uh, I think a lot of people somehow sort of missed the fact that Darkest Hour were touring. Yeah. Like I'd be posting yeah. shit about having just played with them, and people are like, "What the fuck, Darkest Hour is in town?" Yeah, I'm- I was like, "Yeah, man, I've been talking about it on my personal Instagram since it got announced, but mm-hmm. I don't really know what else to do beyond that." Like I played them on my radio show, but hundred percent. I don't know. Some people just aren't as tuned in, and you really got to put the extra effort in to well, reach a, out to them I, suppose. I forget people aren't as into it in. as us yeah because I'm like yeah, oh, some, I'm same. all over this darkest hour tour it's sick it's weird primitive on the pod in like January yeah. talked about that then like, hey everyone go see darkest out they're fucking sick and then Every, like, everything gets fucking nuked now so hard but yeah, it's, I, it's I was, hard to market I was like. talking to one of my mates the other day because I, I you know I was on that Honest Crooks tour and mm. I posted some footage from his town where he lives again these days in Canberra and he's like oh shit are you at the basement and he's like I forgot that was on I would love to come and I'm like I just was like yeah well I figured I'd been posting about this tour every day for like the last three months and if you wanted to come you would have hit me up for a door spot and he's yeah. like oh man these days I see a tour poster from a friend and I just glaze out, glaze over it and move on to the next thing because yeah. everyone's that's what everyone all my friends are doing yeah. yeah and right now there's just so many tours happening I feel it's, like we're getting it's very three years worth of tours within six months <laughs> and it is fucked and it really like to go change the topic slightly like that Honest Crooks tour it was there was a lot of clashes and Bro. just like so much shit happening in the one week that it definitely made it tough some nights. Very tough. Oh yeah. Well, I was going to talk about that tour. It's a cool fucking tour. So you booked that whole thing. Yeah. Cause Crooks new albums on your label. Yep. Um, and cruelty from Japan. Yep. My God, what a band. Yeah. They were fucking sick. But yeah. I actually saw cruelty like semi by accident in 
it must have been January 2022. I was on holidays in the States with my wife and we sort of had a day off in LA between kind of road trips, I suppose. And I was like, I'm not going to waste this night in LA. Let's go see if there's anything happening. I sort of looked at the, all the socials for the local venues that I knew of and saw some band from Japan I'd never heard of was playing. I was like, yeah, sick. I'm going to go check that out. And they were fucking awesome. And then six months later, Louis from Honest Crooks were like getting the album plans all sorted. And he was like, I've been talking to this band, Cruelty. We're thinking about bringing them out to play with us for the album tour. What do you reckon? I was like, yep, let's Sold. do it. Let's go. And it went from there. You can't, you can't go wrong when you uh, have a spare night you just see a Japanese band playing. You know it's going to be fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, they're always good. And they're tough too. Like, they're... um. Yeah, they're not your normal Japanese band. Normally, Jap- Japanese bands are crazy and doing like extravagant shit. Nah, cruelty is just tough. Knuckle draggers. Yeah, it's Knuckle good. Yeah, cool like caveman, caveman hardcore. Yeah. Love it, love it. But yeah, that tour was sick. Who else is on? Was it was just those two touring, Crooks and yeah. Cruelty, and then locals. Yeah, locals every show. Yeah, so I went to the Workers Club show. Good show. Yeah, hot. Oh, bro. It's the Workers' Club. What do you expect? I've been meaning to ask Central what, what your uh, beef with the Workers' Club is. I've noticed that you've been complaining about it a bit. Oh, fucking it's sucks. It's just hot. <laughs> it's too hot. It's, dude, glass in the pit every single time. Some kind of just smashes a pint in the middle of the pit. Like, right. fucking serious. But sound sucks. It's hot as fuck. It's just a kind of a venue. Like, mm. the f- it's fallen a bit. The floor's fucked. Like, in the main bar area and that. Food's good. The food is awesome. Food's yeah, really, the food is food's great. Really food's good great. there. And, but I like the beer garden. Beer garden's good, but there the deck's fucked. Like it's it's all dying. And if you smoke, you can't go out there till ten. So you got to go out the front, get stabbed by some fucking crackhead out the front. It's a weird spot. I don't know. The workers' club it has potential, but they just they're just a little bit off. But there's fucking there's. I made a little list of venues because I'm like. I'm, Fucking sick of seeing shows at the same three places. There's so many venues in Melbourne, but um, it's more for interstate bands because they come to Melbourne, they'll book a show on a tour and not know where to play. Yeah, and, and sometimes, especially like with what we we're talking about before, there's just so, so many much shows. Like Workers Club wasn't the first choice, but no, nah, well, it's just yeah. like that's what you got to do. That's what I had to settle for. Correct, and same as a lot of bands are confident in their ability to sell tickets and mm. they, they see the cap for a venue and they go, oh, yeah, I can sell that. Yeah. It's harder than I you think, think. Yeah, I think we were fairly, like, perhaps overconfident oh, with that, that tour. Sold, we we, we thought that it would sell out. It should have sold out. But definitely the, didn't. The, but that comes back to what you were saying before about how many shows are on right now. Yeah. It's clashes, how it's expen- promotion. It's like, how expensive life is right now. Yeah, and people... Pa- yeah, people hard. kind of can't afford to actually go see everything they want to see because yeah. there's like five, six shows on a week. Yeah, and they're Petrol's paying two dollars ten a fucking mm, liter. They're paying two hundred bucks to see fucking My Chemical Romance. Yeah, and it's like that's and where the, all the uh, money's going. Like the the ticket sales make it a little bit like the patterns have changed and it's a bit harder to kind of uh, nail nail shit these days mm. because. I don't know, usually you get like the bulk of your sales in the first week of mm-hmm. tick tours being on sale. And then with uh, this Honest Crooks tour, it wasn't like that at all. This is my first tour back since COVID. Yeah. So in terms of booking and promoting stuff. And yeah, it just like, there was like a little rush at the start and then it kind of just tiny Drip little fed, drip, yeah. drips for and like two months. The and end. then I was sort of sitting there for ages thinking, fuck, this tour's fucked. We're going to lose a bunch of money. It's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And then in the last week, it all rushed up. 
right up until doors for yeah. each show again and they all turned out okay for the most part yeah so that's the common theme since Across COVID the board, and yeah it's post COVID everything's flipped Adelaide's selling shit out now which is new yeah Adelaide was the highest selling show of the tour in terms of the Honest Crooks headliners Adelaide's becoming a hardcore town yeah it was which weird is, which is it's weird that a show sold out in Adelaide but it's weird that like but is that compared to old Adelaide that it's selling more than old Adelaide well Adelaide used to be I guess the hub of uh, metalcore and stuff yeah but yeah like it was it was the, the hot spot sound is changed now it's hardcore now mm. which is which is awesome and it's a, it's a big town for like metal metal like all those like new dead froth and fury festivals and yeah, shit they yeah, always yeah. go off yeah you ever got like stuff like big international bands playing i guess it's what lions art now it used to be fowlers mm-hmm. all of those shows used to always be sick but yeah adelaide can be tough otherwise mm-hmm. on pre-south i don't even know what pre-south are oh, they do mm. now but no but, one else does bro, melbourne, else melbourne is fucked because it's so busy yeah it's just <laughs> like oh god and because it used to be Shit would just sell out pre-sale. Sweet. Or you get like the 70% of tickets in the first week and then a couple of drops and then like the 30 at the back. It'll sell out before the show. Yeah. And now it's like 30% at the start. Sell and out then, on door tickets. Then like a, da- a ticket or two every every day, maybe like 10 to 15 a week. And then like you're doing the rest of your tickets on the day. And yeah. Bro, it's so it's so stressful. Yeah, we're to watch. basically shitting ourselves with Into the Fall. This festival mm. I'm working on with a mate. We were, I think, we were like a bit overconfident with it. We were like, everyone wants to see Gate Creeper. This is going to go fucking nuts. Bro, and then uh, <laughs> like first week is first week is like we we were like maybe we'll sell out in the first weekend. And we just I think we did like 300 tickets in the first few days, and yeah. we're like, okay. That's solid, but it's not what we were hoping we for. More. Yeah, it's Croxton it's, it's 900. About, it's just, just clocked. Fi- no, it's like 1,000. Oh, because oh, you're doing double room too? I think, just- I'm not sure exactly. I think it's just yeah. one stage. I don't know how that yeah. setup works with that, but I I know it's a 1,000 cap. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it is a 1,000 cap. So. Yeah, but uh, it, it did room. clock 50% the other day, and Sick. if it follows the same pattern as the Crooks tour, it, mm. that means it'll sell out yeah. within the day, day or two before, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It's just not the Melbourne way anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a lot of. I, I know a lot of people were waiting for to see if Gate Creeper were going to do a full tour. Yeah, like oh, I want to see Gate Creeper, but that's all. I won't buy a ticket. I'll wait. And then when you announce the side shows, because it's Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, just it's just the three shows. Yeah, and then everyone was like, "Oh fuck!" Actually, I better buy a ticket then. Mm. It's like, but. I bought a ticket straight away. I'm like, this lineup is fucking sick, but <laughs> it's just heavy as. I'm like, yeah, this is this is perfect. And Croxton's an awesome venue, big venue, very yeah. big. Mm. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. I might, I'd love to do a festival like a two stage festival, like a big stage and a little stage because they have a little stage room. The Croxton, it's probably Where? near the smokers area. Yeah, isn't it just like a little sort of. It's floor stage almost yeah it's a floor stage it'd be you'd fit 200 in there i think i, I saw high tension play there one night yeah it's pretty sick fuck yeah it's between the bar behind the bar and the smokers there's like a little fucking room there it'd be 200 people in their floor stage the smokers, yeah. there's a uh, pa front door and lights there. so yeah when you walk in smokers on the left yeah, yeah there's a room there yeah it's real small that'd be hectic like invasion fest style like big stage little stage yeah. yeah, yeah. I th- like I, I think uh, we'd sort of talked about that kind of setup, but we figured we 
didn't want to have to, you know, people be excluded Run from seeing back. certain bands. Correct. Because that little room would, you know, fill up. Fill up and you'd miss out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, 100%. I fully understand. So, yeah. So, uh, that is, here we go, April 5th? It's March, 18, March 18. It's coming up this month. <laughs> I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> what's what the, the what, fuck's April 5th? What's the first line of Man Not Hot? <laughs> no, I've forgotten already. I'm like, um, fuck, that's this month. Yeah, it's come up real fast. That's man. like that's two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Yep. Oh my lord! Is if it? you don't have a ticket to that, you're fucking missing out. There'll be a link in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, but sick. Oh my lord, it is too. Fuck. Yeah, big show. Big mm. show. Yeah, you've been doing. You've been doing lots. Yeah, we started talking about my band, and then within like. A few minutes, we jumped three different <laughs> topics. That's, that's the way we roll. Yeah. So, uh, tell us what about ADHD podcast. Yeah. Just jump. Right. This is the <laughs> ultimate ADHD fucking thing. Do you want to talk about your band? Do you want to talk about EVP or more tours? Or uh, Let's talk about my band because yeah. it's rare that I get to Bro, talk about my shit like that, I suppose. I had, a, I had a dude message me, I reckon, the day after the new single came out and was like, Oi. Why isn't anyone talking about this song in the Silly Goose Club? I'm like, why the fuck are you messaging me about this? I'm like, I'm listening to the song. I'm talking about the song. I'm like, yeah, but no one else is. I'm like, well, you talk about it. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think like but Run, about Run the Silly Goose Club. I think Run kind of exists like in like Silly Goose Club is sort of a more specific sort of brand of heavy music it's, fan. Yeah, and North Fame fans. Yeah, 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 I think Run is kind of like a little bit in no man's land and like it doesn't have a specific subculture that it exactly locks in with like yeah. we're a bit metalcore we're a bit extreme metal we're yeah, a bit hardcore so, so yeah. it's like and I think me and everyone in the band personally is sort of we're all sort of Go like that as the, well yeah. so we don't really have like a solid uh, specific fan base slash mm. community that we really lock into beyond just heavy music yeah which, Which is I good think works in our favor in a lot of ways. 100%. We can sort of we can play with death metal bands. We can play with hardcore bands. Yeah, we can play with metalcore bands, and uh, it'll it'll kind of work across the board. But mm. yeah, in terms of having a specific hyped up community behind base, it, it's yeah. sort of yeah, it's, it's it, yeah. It's when it, you're it, in when you're a floater, yeah, yeah, it, it sort of makes it a little bit harder sometimes to have that groundswell, I suppose. But yeah. I don't know. I've gotten really bummed out about it sometimes. I mean, like, fuck, it would be easier if we just like. Appeal, Sold out appeal to like one specific kind of crowd, yeah. but it's not as much fun though, is it? And yeah, yeah. I don't, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be what I want to do. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you guys know Def Chris, photographer yeah, guy. Yeah, I was talking Chris, to him yeah. about it, and he was he he was like, "Well, look at a band like the Dillinger Escape Plan, man. Like they used to just play with everyone. They'd play with new metal bands, mm. hardcore bands. Like they'd go out with like gent bands and stuff, yeah. do Summer Slaughter, and then they'd go into it Soundgarden." And they built their own sort of thing yeah. eventually. And he's like, I think eventually people will appreciate running a similar way. And absolutely, that kind of brought me back down to earth a little bit. And I can only hope that there's some truth to that, I guess. Yeah. Well, what do you think about it? You play all those shows with different types of bands. Because like you said, you can fit in the metalcore scene, deathcore scene, whatever. And then you just take a bit of every fan base anyway. Mm. Yeah, so I've, I've seen you guys play on wild different lineups at all sorts of venues and that's good to be versatile because otherwise it's, I reckon it's a little bit boring to be pigeonholed yeah but um like some bands are you just that's what they are they're bread and butter metalcore and you're like oh yeah cool or bread and butter death metal and like oh yeah cool but and then there's a built in fan base that comes with that correct yeah. which is good so like like a death metal band yep sweet 
everyone knows I oh, yeah, death metal dudes. They go to all your shows, sweet. But like, you're not getting any crossover. Yep. So there's more. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a hard it's a hard one to follow, but. At least the music's good. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of just a mix of everything that I like, I suppose, yeah. and a bit of everything that I've done over the years, all mixed into one thing. Yeah. Uh, I remember one of my friends hearing it when it, we were first sort of recording it, and he was like, this is the most Lachlan Watt sounding thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like, 100%. Perfect. <laughs> well, yeah, you're one of the uh, rare crew that have been in the heavy music industry for a long time. Yeah, and so long. It's just insane. like thrown it out. Go, fuck this. There's been so many times where I should have. Yeah. Or like if I was smarter, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> I get it. But <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know what else to do with myself. It's yeah. just been my passion for that long. Mm. And every now and then something happens that reminds me why I still do it. And I have a, like, like do a sick tour or have some sick experience and it's just like, yep, that's right. I'm still doing the right thing. Yeah. So you still but find it, that enjoyment somewhere? Yeah, sometimes here and yeah. there. I guess I think the older I get, it, like the kind of more, more sparring it becomes, like the more spaced <laughs> out those experiences are yeah. and the more like work it is. But every now and then something happens that makes you go, fuck yeah. Yeah, this is sick actually. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, like Darkest Hour was one of those kind of moments like, Oh yeah, sick! I get to play with one of the bands that like actually set me up as a human being in, into this sort of shit, and they're so good. Yeah, but I think it was like what did they say? It was like eleven years or something. They haven't been here for. It was like I think it was um, like about almost a decade. Yeah, it was like a wild number. Like, oh yeah. my god! And that's that's cool when like the full circle moments. Oh yeah, I grew up listening to this band. Like, Unearth played the other week. Bro, I remember seeing Unearth when I was like 18. Mm. Like, yeah, sick. I wanted to see them, but I did not want to go and watch 10 bands at Max Watts. 100%. That's why I didn't go either. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like, that lineup was just too big. Yeah. Especially for that venue. Like, it's. And it was $90. Like, I am not spending $90. Mm. But, um, yeah. yeah that venue is not a good place to be all day. Then, oh bro, yeah. and I'd smoke like a chimney. Up and so down the stairs. Between every set, i got to go for a smoke, and it's like 7,000 stairs. You've got then, no reception for 12 hours. And then you're getting judged by every fucking city cunt walking past. Like, what's <laughs> going on in there? <laughs> what are all these black shirts, fuckheads? Like, bro. Or, but they got crepes next door. They look pretty good. There's a good coffee shop there. So if you're playing a day gig, that, that coffee shop on the corner of uh, Little Collins or Little Burke or whatever the fuck it is, the little laneway behind oh, where, with the where Minotaur is. <laughs> yeah, that cafe on the corner. Good coffee. There's the hairdressers no. next door. It's one seat in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cupboard. It's, it's yeah. so small. We were lining up. What were we lining up for that? Um, it was the Justice? Die Art. Um, nah. Die Art on the Sunday? Melancholia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's like, we're just standing at the window, we're looking, we're like, there's one fucking chair in there. If there's cut in hair, you can't get behind the person. <laughs> it's pretty good. So you got to book your haircut like a month in advance. Absolutely. Yeah, they're doing three a day. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, you've had a lot of shows. You've been, so Run's been playing a lot of shows. You've released one or two new singles. Uh, we've just released one so far. We've got another one coming out in April. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we did the, the EP, sort of started working on that in I think 2019 mm-hmm. and then 
I there's a bit of stuff happened. Got diagnosed with brain cancer, and like we were like right towards the end of the process. And I think we had one song left to finish, and then yeah, had had like a surgery deadline for recording all my vocals. And then yeah, did like chemotherapy and radiation therapy for like nine months, and then the pandemic like hit at the trail end of that. And so it was basically the hardest kind of start to life for a band that you could imagine. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and then hell. twenty like twenty twenty two, I can't remember. No, it was twenty twenty one. We just had all these shows booked, and they all just kept getting cancelled, mm. postponed, cancelled, postponed until they were cancelled. We had like a, a full tour with, with. We ended up doing like those three shows with Antagonist. Mm-hmm. I think they'd been already been rescheduled like five times. Originally, yeah. we were supposed to be doing like the whole tour, yeah. and so we had that as like our first big tour after like six six shows that we had planned throughout the year that just kept getting fucking bonked. Mm. And it was just like, oh, man, what am I doing? And then we finally got one show in at the end of 2021. And then 2022, it, it like actually sort of started working. Yeah. And, and we played a bunch of shows. It was like, I think we we're up to like the second or third kind of lineup configuration by that point because we mm-hmm. had to keep changing stuff and like dudes would be like, yep. And then the pandemic would keep going and got like, I think our bass player moved to Tasmania. Like yeah. shit like that kept happening and Bro, finding new guys. Turtles left, right, yeah. center. But settled group now? Yeah, we've finally got like, because it started as a collaborative studio thing where I mm-hmm. essentially was paying a producer, like a good mate who I've done a lot of recording with over the years, kind of knows my brain inside out in a musical sense. I kind of just got sick of doing other people's bands and kept trying to sort of get new stuff off the ground that just kept falling flat in its face and not really taking off. And I was just like, how about I just give you some money to help sort of put these ideas that are in my head onto like a session yeah, file yeah. and mm-hmm. turn this into a reality and that's what we did and then he's kind of like Mike Deslins he's a very sought after producer very busy with his own stuff all the time so he only ended up he played like our first show mm-hmm. and I think in an ideal world he would have liked loved to have been able to do more but just it's time busy. time so logistics money all that yeah. sort of shit no <laughs> was never going to work out like that so yeah, yeah. found a yeah. found a bunch of dudes and uh yeah, it's uh, in a good spot now. We got this yeah. dude Aaron that used to play in a band called Death in Bloom. Our drummer Adrian used to play in that band with him as well, and he's just a machine when it comes to writing. And he's never really like he's a metalcore dude, but he's never really heard all the sort of all, got into all the sort of stuff. extreme stuff that we're influenced by, mm-hmm. like the the more black metal elements. Yeah, and so he's been sort of sussing a bit of that stuff yeah. out, and I think it's kind of ignited a creative spark in him. And he's like fucking just killing it, just pumping cool. out new songs. Yeah. And so yeah, we've Fuck got yeah. we got well, well, this one new single that's come out, and then we're putting out a Goo Goo Dolls cover in about a month. Yeah, <laughs> you might have heard that at the show. If, if you've seen Run before, you would have seen the. the yeah, we've been playing it for like yeah. the last six months. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. And uh, yeah, it's just like a post metal kind of version of Iris. Yeah, it's got some double kicks and blast beats in it, and uh, but the song is pretty much otherwise the same. As but it's a little bit different for us. So it's like we got this new single everyone's cancelled everything's cancer and it's just like the heaviest most intense dark thing the band has done which is I guess isn't that much of a challenge when there's only been five songs before that <laughs> but yeah <laughs> and uh, then then this Iris cover which is like the total opposite end like the most melodic 100%. thing that we've done so yeah we've got to try and find the middle ground between all of that on this new record that we're working on now what a top song to fucking cover though and put blast beats to <laughs> <laughs> yeah the it's- first time we played it was uh well, if we uh, if we played at Dark Mofo yep. last year, and yeah, yeah. you just 
like see the the crowds like all the, I didn't prompt anyone but all these like phone lights and lighters and stuff and started going yeah, up and see. everyone and it's just so funny watching the reactions change like we played Brisbane last year in October with Resin Tomb and there was a um a couple of long haired dudes in like thigh art shirts at the front like push pitting and shit for the whole show and having a real good time and then we play Iris and then I look up and they're like embracing each other and just <laughs> singing at the top of their lungs fuck <laughs> like yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> I think it's a song that everyone has some sort of everyone, everyone loves heard, that yeah. song bro that song's yeah. fucking huge everyone knows it at least yeah is it like it's bro sad rock oh I can't remember what movie it was from City, City of Angels. Angels that's the one yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage that's it <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Thanks, yes. Mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, the video yeah, is your CT scan? Uh, yeah, so it's the post-surgery, like my second surgery. So I had my first surgery and then all my chemo and shit, and it was supposed to have been done. And I was getting scans every three months, and then... They're like, yeah, it's all looking good. It's all looking good. And then they're like, we can put you back to it. We scan every six months now. And I had my first six month scan and they freaked out about the results. And we're yeah. like, hey, I think we're going to have to do another surgery. Sorry. Because basically once you have the radiation therapy on like scar tissue, it mm-hmm. can cause like a, because they'd obviously cut inside my brain. There's scarring in there. It can cause a delayed, delayed reaction of like scar tissue growing abnormally. Mm-hmm. And they did say before the surgery, like there is a very, very slim chance that it is just scar tissue and not actually the cancer coming back. Cause from this like MRIs, yeah, they, they can't actually tell. tell. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like, they can just see that there's something growing in there. Mm-hmm. But I guess it was a better be safe than sorry situation. Yeah. And it took a while to kind of accept that that was the best possible outcome. I felt pretty fucking hard done by for a bit there. Yeah. Had all these, yeah. had like tours, like planned all this sick shit for run finally happening. And then it was like, nah, and life on hold for six months again Again. and Mm -hmm. thought that like i was probably going to be fucked and have to go through chemo and everything all over again and so i was just kind of like fuck well this this thing's going to defeat me isn't it and uh they got the they got whatever it was in there out and did a biopsy and we're like yep well it's actually just scar tissue so it was a relief ultimately absolutely and uh yeah forgot where i was going with that Filmed it. The video. <laughs> the the video. video, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so then we used the uh, the the scan from the post-surgery mm-hmm. MRI, like, because I put, like, the actual cancer from one of the earlier scans on, like, an, on a, an early T-shirt design for yep. the band. Mm-hmm. And we thought maybe we'll do, like, a post-surgery cancer-free kind of scan of the brain and just, yeah, animated all the different levels of the yeah. MRI. and It's good. Put it on a projector. And yeah, I saw it on in, the screen at stood Max Watts. In, stood in front of it for the video. And, yeah, we uh, made that video ourselves. Pretty proud about that. See? $400 budget video clip. That's the way. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this is not a fucking 20 grand big fucking budget. Bro, more effective. That's it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No one band's got that budget anymore. Bro, there's no money in metal. Like, unless you're... Bring me an architect, that's it. Yeah, but... I mean, To The Grave got a lot of money from their label for videos, it looks like. Yeah. It's like very four. good. Bro, to The Grave, killing it too. Yeah. They're like fucking... That album's blowing up. Good album. Yeah, it's got, great. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Colin Jeffs on the videos. Colin Jeffs. And I think they had a third eye video as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, there's, there's money. Three fucking <laughs> videos is fucking 30 grand. Oh, Lord. But, um, yeah. Enough, don't worry about to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Run, new single. There's another one coming. Goo Goo Dolls cover. Yeah. You got more shows? Yeah, so we are... I don't know, when's this coming out? Uh, in mm. like two hours. Yep. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sat, uh, Friday the 10th of March at Last Chance Rock and Roll Bar with uh, Sunder, Nephilim and Tumor. Sick. Uh, it's like the official single launch, I suppose. And mm-hmm. then in April, we've got a whole bunch of shit. We're doing the first two shows of the Earth Caller Tour with Aviana and Cabal Very and Aparte. Very good tour. I wish we were doing all of it, but yeah. we'd already had like, by the time they'd offered it, we'd already had shit. like a festival in Adelaide and yeah. a Melbourne show lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we are playing the New Dead Metal Fest in Adelaide with Disentomb and Hexus and Alarm and Misery and heaps of fucking sick Aussie metal bands. Yeah. How come Adelaide gets these cool fucking metal festivals? Because uh, Jason it. Jason North keeps putting them on and they keep selling out. Bro, they're so good. Like, what? A, we don't really have metal festivals. Well, we have, like, big metalcore festivals and not fest yeah. and shit, but I mean, like... Yes, yeah, you got those, like, yeah. all day at the Bendigo Hotel yeah, kind of things the, yeah, where so I'd probably rather fucking neck myself. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You can't get stuck, stuck to the floor. <laughs> so, I've, I've been hopefully, to one before. Hopefully into the fall really sort of... Goes That's well and takes off because I think like Melbourne's really been needing needs a proper it, metal fest. Yeah, like I I get the bendy all day thing. I get it, but like this yeah. time and place, and I'm I've cruised it, in. I think. Yeah, I cruise in, watch one band. I'm like, oh, it's hot in here. What was the oh, one we sounds, did that time? Sound um, sucks. Oh, I'm gonna go sit in the beer garden, just punch darts. All we day. did it all day one at uh, Last Chance in. Was that yeah, that was like 2021 or 2020. Now 21 yeah. maybe. Yeah, that was an all day. At we got there at like pack. three o'clock and got home at two a.m. <laughs> the best Wait, thing is, last chance the band. Fa- yeah. We watched one band. <laughs> what band was it? Uh, in trouble. Oh, two bands and Steadfast. That was it. Because yeah. it was Steadfast last show, and then they played a reunion show. Yeah, because Joe did the. So Steadfast are our old mates. They suck, <laughs> <laughs> but. We support them. <laughs> we've had their fa- we've had their songs. Their they're our, they're our intro one. song. Like yeah. they're, they're our good mates. They know they suck. That's why they don't exist anymore. But <laughs> we go to all their shows and just get fucking blind drunk and cause havoc. And then we, there's always a story to send. We fell show. asleep on the tram and luckily we woke up on Albion Street like yeah, right on our stop. It's on the same tram line. Hey, we'll just get the tram back. And fell asleep, both of us on the tram <laughs> like. Oh, no, we're going to fucking end up in fucking Falkland. Yeah, I I used to live in Coburg for like three or four years, and that happened to me so many times. When you do the wake up, we've both like, because we're on opposite sides of the train, we've both woken up, look at each other like, uh oh, Oh, (laughs) where the fuck are we? Push the button, just look out and saw Albion Street. I'm like, oh, then I have a fucking 20 minute walk home anyway. We made it. Uh, so it's worse to fall asleep on the train because it gets to the end of the line, then starts going, going back. Last chance has the best fucking food. Just little snacks. Just there, yeah, pub crap like fried food. It's fucking great. Mm. Hot dogs in battle. Drunk food. Yeah. Potato cakes. What more do you good. want it against? Last it's got a good stairwell for doing bumps in. Fucking oath. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to that sneaky toilet where you're standing and see all your mates out the front. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> It's good. Last chance. I took Normie friends to the last chance a few weeks ago. 
Mm, they were not they, prepared. They weren't into it? <laughs> no, bro. They're like, not why is it sticky? I'm like, <laughs> memories. <laughs> I'm like, you know, someone's had a good time when the floor's sticky. Spirit of rock and roll. Absolutely. Mm. They're like, oh, I don't know about this place. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think you'd like it, but it's funny though. And it's open till 7 a.m. That's so why we went there. We went there at like 4 a.m. So I was like, where else do you want to fucking go? Mm. Go to bed. That's what you need to do. The weirdest thing about that all day fest was there was like 12 bands. And it was sold out, but it was only at one time, 10 people and us. Because it was 10 people for that band and they'd leave. <laughs> and then the next band had their 10. <laughs> it's wild. It was like, yeah, there's never more than 15 people in Last Chance all day. But it was a sold out show. That's so odd. people come in, watch their band, favorite band, leave. leave. That sounds like a strangely booked festival with no real overlap of fan bases. But or it, something, should have or? Been. it should have been. It was pretty right. close. But it, it just, I don't know. That's weird. It was very weird. It was, was fun though. There was, there was us from from fucking doors to <laughs> before doors. You <laughs> we guys with the glue yeah. that held it all yeah. together. And we just, we yeah. drank all their cruises in the first hour. <laughs> yeah, that's all cruises. I don't drink anymore, so I'm like, Mah. but. How long has that been? I think 18 months. Fuck yeah, nice yeah. work. Yeah, it's kind of right. I tried. Um, it's fucking hard. Again, like I've had a few successful stretches, but yeah. I sort of tapped. Like, I was actually last last time I was at the Last Chance Rock and Roll Bar, I had a, like, had a bit too much fun. And by Tuesday, yeah. I just was ready to kill myself. And <laughs> I was just a complete fucking mess mm-hmm. for days. And I was like, all right, I've got too much on, on the plate right now. I've got too much that i got to get right. I've got to have a break. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to see if I can do this whole crooks tour sober. And I did the first week sober and uh, got over the, all the initial hurdles and was like, all right, okay. I, con- yeah, I, right, I yeah. convinced myself that it was okay to have fun now and because I, I wanted to get drunk with some Japanese guys. Fuck and those. It's a bit hard when you've got that language barrier. You kind of yeah. need a bit of, bit of booze lubricant. to lube yeah. it up. Yeah. And yeah, okay. I, that's how I justified ending my streak after three oh, that's, weeks. That's all right. But still, even three weeks, it's like... Yeah. Especially when you're around gigs. Bro, if you live in the music system, it's hard to not drink. Yeah. You're just surrounded. And like... It's almost expected. Correct. Like, and it's kind of the basis of like how the business works a lot of the time. Like yeah. the venues need to be venues pumping need, out booze or they're yeah. not going to exist. Yeah. So there's no real other way around it. That's it's a why very, no all ages or underrating gigs because yeah. just booze because is the source alcohol, of everything. Alcohol. Yeah. Venues won't take the hit and have a sober show mm. because there's no money. They don't make money. Like, yeah, it's a weird one, but yeah, I still get questioned by people like, um, when are you coming how, back? No, <laughs> no. How do you go to shows sober? I'm like, I just do. I don't know. But yeah. I, hit, I hit the fucking limit. I'd, I'm 20 years drunk. I'm like, that's, that's a good run. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I need to stop. But it's, it's also it's like the hard, ADHD, it's all or nothing. Yeah. So I had all. Like, well, that's probably bad for me. And now nah, nothing. Yeah, I find but, that I'm the same. I can't kind of like moderate it and just only have yeah. a couple. It's like once I've had those first two you or have three, a sip, it's, it's like, like oh, fucking here we go. Tastes pretty Pla- good. Plane's taken off now. I can't stop it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. very difficult. Once it, once you pop, mm. you can't stop. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, a few people are like, oh, can't you just have a couple and get that buzz? I'm like. Buzz? Nope. There's mean, no buzz. What do you mean, buzz? <laughs> I don't want to feel anything. Bro, yeah. I just, once, that, once I hear that, psh, I'm like, oh, oh. it is on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah, the next day, it's just, or the next two days, just like, oh, please kill me. This fucking sucks. It's, yeah. the, it's the driving down the pub and going, I'll have one. And then it's the two days later trying to find the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, Where the fuck is it? Yeah. It's, um, that's a weird Where one. did I start? So, um, EVP. 
Yeah. A label? Yeah, so I got employed by my boss to start running that probably like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, he'd already, because like the office is actually just across the street these days, Rocket mm. Distribution. So it's like the biggest independent mm. distributor in Australia. They, well, like we supply Amazon, all their records, like JB ah, Hi-Fi, right. they buy all their metal and punk and everything from us like and, and other stuff too. But like there's a big metal component, alternative stuff decided mm-hmm. to the business. And yeah, my boss had started this imprint called EVP mm-hmm. to put out like the Amenta and Psychroptic and like King Parrot records. Mm-hmm. And he hired me to kind of take it over some years ago. I think my first signing was Pagan. Good band. Oh, yes. And yeah, did a whole bunch of bands since then. And uh, yeah, the most recent thing was Honest Crooks and before that, Freedom of Fear. And Zeolite. Yeah, we did Zeolite as well. Yep. Um, cool. Yeah, Good it's uh, it's a decent little job. It's it's uh, it's hard to kind of like hard for it to sort of all the the books to sort of make sense for it to become a sustainable thing. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, here and there. Yeah, spot a band like hey, this band's really good. Yeah, it's hey, kind of difficult at the moment, release. like wondering where to take it from here. Like, there's no. Do real you approach life. bands or do you wait for them to come to you? I or? usually approach them. Yep. In the case of Zeolite, they came to me. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and I was like, I hadn't considered this, but this makes a lot of sense. But like yeah. Freedom of Fear, for example, I like to kind of say I sort of discovered them. Yep. I saw them on that Zealot show that you ran at the oh, yep. Uh, Evelyn. Yep. Yeah, good band. Yeah, they're band. fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I went, I usually go up to the Northern Territory to Alice Springs every year for the Blacken oh, Festival. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I one keep trying to go, and it's just <laughs> the worst fucking weekend. It just clashes. Yeah. I'm like, I can't get up he's, there. He's got to stop doing it on the, the April yeah. Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. Find another weekend to do it, which I think it was. It was ended up on a different weekend last year. It's August, I think. Yeah, but we had to pull out because of my fucking stupid brain. Silly brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'd never heard of uh, Freedom of Fear before, and I'd actually flown up because the cheapest because they the cheapest flights I could get was like I flew up to. Uluru yep. and jumped on a bus with a bunch of bands from Melbourne and Adelaide who had bust up from Adelaide yep. and I'm hitchhiker style yeah I'm on, <laughs> so I'm on, on the bus like camping out at Uluru with a bunch of people and there's like these couple of chicks there and like girls and I just sort of misogyny showing here just kind of assume they must be people's girlfriends or whatever mm. And then went and uh, walked into the inside stage one night. Well, at the festival, and was just like this band just fucking ripped my head off, and this tiny little girl was just like going full ring goblin. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, like this band's insane. And they're all actually like, I guess these days not so young, but when I first saw them, they're in their early twenties. Yeah, and for a, an extreme metal band like that, like a metal metal band, not mm-hmm. like metalcore, actually seeing yeah. young people doing it is pretty rare these days. No one's doing it. And yeah, I was just like, holy shit, this band's insane. These guys are fucking shredding like wild, doing synchronized windmills. And this yeah. girl is just an absolute demon of a vocalist. And that was the first time they'd ever played outside Adelaide. And it started from there. And I signed them and started getting them good tours and put so their first record out. And yeah. Fucking oath. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, you got to yeah. get you to that festival. Well, I've got to go to that festival. When is it this year? I haven't, heard, any, I haven't heard anything about it this year yet. Yeah. So I don't know if he's having a break gonna, here or... We're going to Darwin in June. Is it June? Yeah, June for the Make Them Suffer. Yeah. We should mention that, yeah. That's the, uh, Darwin's the one city I haven't been to yet. Same. That's why we're going. <laughs> well, I got the message from old mate who's running the show. He's like, hey, Chase, I'm running this show. Do you want to, can you post about it? I'm like, do you want us to sponsor it? Here's the logo file. Put it on the poster. He's like, 
Oh, that'd be sick. Okay, cool. Then I'm like, hey, tax man, we're going to fucking Darwin on holidays paid for. Let's go. When it happened, Jace puts in the group chat and he's just like, oi, we're sponsoring this. Showed us, sweet. And he goes, we're on the door. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, but we're in Northern Territory. Darwin. I'm like, should we? And he's like, Actually, yeah, fuck it. Let's fuck do it. it. Yeah. Let's go. Right. It's free entry. It's, we're a, go. it's a work <laughs> holiday. Yeah. Fucking oath. We're going to Darwin. So We're talking to our Tapestry, who are from Darwin, and oh, yeah. like, we're like, what do we do? They're like, croc tours. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, fucking, yeah. let's go. We could try yeah, and tee we'll it up with everyone and see some jumping crocs. And yeah. Oh, I can't wait. And my friends in Whitehorse recently went and played a couple of gigs up there, and they said it was really cool. Like, yeah, Peter, like the locals- Really get into it, yeah. Because they did. They wouldn't they get, get much. And I imagine it's like it's probably similar to Alice Springs, where just everyone everyone comes, even if they're not like a metalhead, just because something's happening. Yeah. Oh, there's movement. Yeah, yeah. 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 Something exotic like, in the boring desert town, bro. Hundred percent. Like you see, you see the footies on up there that everyone just goes because it's, yeah, something's happening. Fucking let's go. Last year, I don't know. One of the years, I tried to do a weekly gig guide. Fucking hell, there was so much work. And it was like, I gave up after like a month or two. But I was doing just like Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. And then people were like, where's Adelaide? Oh, I did Adelaide. Where's Perth? Where's Hobart? Like, For fuck's sake. So I did the whole country. <laughs> and I do Darwin. And I'm searching up gigs in Darwin. <laughs> and it's just like some country acoustic chick at a pub just in the beer garden. I'm like, putting that. <laughs> And then I'm like, crocodile f- fighting and then just like drunk man bottling other drunk man in street and just putting little gags in there. And I'm like, oh no, we're going to Darwin for a show now. I don't think anyone really runs like a good gig guide anymore. It can't be done. It's too, it's too hard, but also- Melbourne's just full of it, isn't it? There's no, what genre do you do? Yeah, do you what's do the incentive, I suppose? Nothing. Like I was doing it because I'm a psychopath with yeah. ADHD and I'm, <laughs> if I have five minutes spare, I'm like- I need to fill this five minutes. <laughs> should I do my washing? No. I should write a fuck. I should spend two hours writing a gig guide for no one to read. Like but when there was street, like street press was still like a thing. Yeah. That, like even their websites would have like good, reliable gig guides. Cause they would obviously been doing it for the print, but those only what, if they do exist, they're once a month now. So there's kind yeah, of no point. And some shows get announced three weeks out. Mm. It's like, what? It gives me a beat man. Just to have it's the, hard. The advertisements for each venue in it. Yeah. Stuff like that. We've sort of set one up. Adam sort of set one up through the Goose Club with that spans most heavy genres, but it's just Melbourne. But it's like any Facebook event just clicks interested and it goes to a shared calendar. And I've got that synced to my phone, which is good. But very full. There's so much shit on there, like Mm. nonsense. Like, why the fuck is this on there? But then other stuff like, why wasn't this awesome heavy show on there? It's sort of a weird one, but right. it's hard to, it is hard to make a geek guide. I'd love to do it, but I don't have the time or energy. Yeah. And it's like, all this is for free. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's no re- reward for doing it. No. Like, if you do do it again, we do this put for, it on, we put do it this for free. Put yeah. it on the Patreon. Put geek guide on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we, like, we do this for free, but this is more of a passion thing. Yeah. And it exposes new bands and there is a benefit and, it's fun. Yeah. It's something to do. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. A bit of a laugh. Meet meet new people. It's, it's cool. But mm. um, it, it kept us uh, here during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the one thing that we had to look forward to. Like, we missed one weekend just because I think both of us had a fucking, well, flat out. We just kept working through COVID and all that. And right. We had one weekend we missed because it was too much. And then we both on the Monday were like, 
Yeah, that wasn't good. We need to keep going here. Yeah, yeah I, is weird. I found it very hard to keep doing music stuff throughout COVID. Even like my paid radio job became like a bit of a struggle because for the first time ever, it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, oh, was I like, totally understand it was that. Like, because, you know, every week you've got to have, like, some exciting news to kind of report. And yeah, it was just like, nah, more cancellations, more bands fucking pushing shit back, nothing mm-hmm. happening. So-and-so's died from COVID. Like, we're going back into lockdown. And it was just it was miserable, miserable as fuck. Yeah, miserable. And then trying to, because kind of, like, playing music on my own thing is sort of how I got involved in everything in the first place and yep. sort of needed that to be happening to... Still say stay motivated about shit as well, or the business side of it too, because mm. it all kind of overlaps in terms of energy. And yeah, it uh, when everything just kept getting cancelled and there was nothing happening, like even outside of my own band, it was just like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah, releases dried up yeah. and no tours, and a lot of people were just like. That'll fucking do. Fuck this. Yeah. For us, it was just starting. We that's when we started interviewing bands all yeah. the time. Yeah, because we were just gig reviews. That was yeah. It. We and just there was no gig reviews. Like, Fuck. Oh, what do we do? No gigs. And well, then did you just start talking about the glory days with people, or like was it just a bit of like miserable COVID chat as well? Nah. We, so we tried to avoid COVID, but obviously whoever we interviewed, I'm like, don't talk about COVID yeah. because <laughs> it's miserable. Because no one wants to listen to it because yeah. they're surrounded by it. Like, the convo would swing that way. For like you know, you have a yeah, it's kind of unavoidable. Try and swing straighten it back. them up. What, what's the what's the next topic of conversation? Let's move on from COVID. Sorry yeah. for doing that. No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got questions for you. All right. Um, what was your first show you ever went to as a punter? Uh, I went to a, a thing called High School Rock '99, which was like a state-sponsored battle of the bands back in Brisbane, where I grew up. And the headliner was Messiah, who were like the winner from the years the year prior, and they'd just signed to Sony. Jeez. And that that night, they announced their name change to Sunk Lotto. Hey, uh, so I, so I like- technically saw Sunk Lotto's first show. Sick. <laughs> and, uh, but then, yeah, after that, I didn't really go to any like sort of gigs for a couple of years. Yeah. And I think my first proper sort of gig that can kind of be trace back to what I do now was I killed the prom queen at the princess theater Me. on the when goodbye means forever tour. Fuck. Uh, no, not is when one? is that the first record? Yeah. When oh. Goodbye means forever. Oh, I can't fucking remember. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it was them and in the gray and morning tide and anti-skeptic morning tide. And I was just like, I was like 16 or something. I was like, what the fuck? This is insane. This is sick. Yeah. And yeah, it all went from there. Fuck yeah. You're around our age. How old are you? I'm 30, 35, 36, yeah, 35. I think yeah. I'm turning 36 this year. Same. He's 36, 36 next week. I'm 36. Yeah. We're 87. So. Actually, I think I, I just remembered I went to like a little metal gig before that that was actually quite miserable where it was damaged. Remember, do you know damaged? Like that yeah, yeah. grindcore band. It was yeah. like their final tour. I think it wasn't meant to be. It ended up being. But yeah, I saw Damaged and Minus Life and some other band called D9 and Sakuth. Uh, in Chardon's Corner Hotel, like this dingy ass back room in Brisbane. See, yeah, it was growing it, cool. it was a bit yeah. sad. I think it was sort of one of the last sort of all ages kind of metal shows of that era before it all ages metal fizzled out in Brisbane. Yeah, it yeah, gave Mel- way to all ages hardcore. Yeah, so yeah, Melbourne was all ages hardcore. Not really all ages metal. It was like we had well, for a while. We were all ages because I remember going to yeah, but it was mostly hardcore metalcore. Not really like doesn't really death metal. I saw it in flames when I was sixteen. So. Yeah, I I flew down for that show. 
That was like my 16th birthday present was a ticket to In Flames and a ticket to Melbourne. What show was that? In Flames Chimera Embodiment 1214 at the Hi-Fi, Max Watts. That's the one. Oh, my Lord. That was all ages. Yeah. What? Yep. Fuck. Yeah, it was the only all ages show on the tour, so I flew down for it. Yeah. I think they had an 18 plus one at night. I don't know if it was the night before. I think they did 18 and this was like the Sunday matinee show. Right. Perfect. They'd be good got to the, have got them Got the train back. from Bacchus in? Yeah. Oh, at the Hi-Fi bar. Yep. Oh, Max Watts, Hi-Fi. Yeah, Hi-Fi bar. Yeah, we're old. Hi-Fi. Fucking oath. Um, what was your first band's name? Uh, first, like, real band was Western Decay. It was a melodic death metal band that was basically trying to be like Black Dahlia, In Flames, Prom Queen kind of shit when I, was, I started when I was 17. Bro, that was the sound back yeah, then. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what everyone wanted. I was like, yeah, fuck but, yeah. Uh, the Swedish... Swedish melodic death metal. That's, yeah. death. that's it. It was, it was Gothenburg metal band with a tiny little bit of metal core. I think we yeah. had like a breakdown maybe every two or three songs. Yeah. As opposed to every single fucking song. song. <laughs> or two or something. Yeah. <laughs> or more. Yeah. But yeah, that, that band was fucking sick and it yeah, fizzled out. I think we had all the right ingredients for a band except for like the the dedication across the board. Yeah. yeah. But when you're young, it's like... Yeah. Especially like... I don't know if it's different to be young now, but we were young in a weird time. Like, the internet was new-ish. MySpace was the thing. Yeah, I used to get in trouble for, like, talking shit on the internet, on message boards about bands and the scene and stuff, and it's kind of, like, saying things that these days are just, like, completely fucking whatever, run-of-the-mill shit talk. Mm -hmm. There's whole fucking Facebook groups dedicated to comments like that. Yeah. And it's just normal now. (laughs) You really got to push the boundaries to uh, cause a stir. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) It was a weird time. (laughs) I'm, like, I'm turning, I'm doing the old man thing again. Every fuck week we get a band in here and usually they're young like 25 or under mm. it's and, scary like, when it's and, and when they start talking about stuff i'm like i have no idea what the fuck you're saying cunt and they don't even know 911. So. yeah <laughs> well, I'm like oh, i was born in 2001 like what go back to bed stay in school the worst but, was yeah. signals signals have you seen signals i haven't they're seen from, them from adelaide hardcore yeah, yeah i know them yeah well metalcore hardcore whatever but just like Children, they're, but they're dead talented. But yeah, um, oh, I still don't know which one it was. It was Callum, I think. His dad's Callum. His dad's like, our age. He's like, right? He's like, oh, my dad loves your podcast. I'm like, bro, I am hundred years old. How old's your dad? He's like, little thirty seven. I'm like, so he must have had I'm him like, when he was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. he was young dad. But I'm like, yeah, because he's like twenty or something. Just blew right. my mind. I'm like, never say that sentence again, please. <laughs> Painful. My dad loves what you do. I'm like, fucking hell, cunt. It's not made for dads, but whatever. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Probably is. Um, oh, what's a horror show? Uh, a horror story from a show you played? Uh, I mean, like, depends if you want horror story of, like, shit going wrong on stage or just, like, shit going wrong between shows or... Whatever. The Whatever's worst thing you can think of. Worst or funniest, just, yeah. like, something mm. fucked from a show. I don't know. I've got, I'm just trying to think. There's just like a whole bunch of stories kind of vying to get to the top of the pile right now. Just people um, climbing over yeah. the top of each other. <laughs> One of them. Because you've been in fucking heaps of bands. I like reckon. Heaps the, your own bands and then fill in. Because you're, yeah. you're like the go-to fill-in vocalist. Yeah, I was for a while. Yeah. I don't think, like, I mean. You I just s- did Psycho the other yeah, week. Yeah, every now and then Psychoptical still hit me up for something mm. and I'd happily do that. But in terms of 
committing to like six months of like to my life to like yeah. tour with another band it, it'd have to be a pretty good deal i think yeah. for me to want to do that again because it was fucking sick and i had some of the best times in my life touring the getting to finally tour the world and play some massive festival stages and tour on a bus and do all that shit but at the end of the day is a little bit bittersweet because it wasn't my my shit that i was doing it with yeah. and it was taking away from me being able to actually do my own shit yeah so that's one of the big reasons i started run yeah but um Fuck, there was a time I got left behind uh, in Germany on the Viart Coffin Dragger tour. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> so we were like at a, at a Burger King or something, like between these regional German shows. Yeah. And everyone had got their food and got back on the bus. And at the last minute, I decided, fuck, I've got to take a piss. And so I didn't have my shoes, didn't have my phone, didn't have anything, just kind of ran back into the, the service station to take a piss and came back outside and the bus was just gone. And I was just like, no, no phone, no, no phone, no oh, shoes. Shit. I was just like, oh my Jesus God, what Christ. am I going to do? And I walked across the street to like a secondhand car dealership, I think it was. Yeah. And no one there spoke English very well, but I eventually sort of convinced them to let me use Facebook and jump on a computer. Message. And I'm like messaging Marshy being like, what the fuck dudes, <laughs> Yo, come get me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not on the bus. I think, I think they'd realized, but like they'd gotten like, you know, 20 minutes down the road before they'd realized. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they came back around and got me and we went on to the next show, but that was definitely a very terrifying. As soon as I heard second, terrifying second hour. Um, like a car dealership, I was like, did you get a car? <laughs> Just fucking chasing them down the fucking freeway. Uh, definitely did not have enough money in my bank account to do that. Uh, there was one one really fucked up tour story. I think I have uh, is it's it's kind of nice at the end of it, but it was incredibly stressful. I did this insane tour in 2014. This band from Japan called Palm. I brought him out to do like a 21 show tour with a secret death, and like cause it just it got like it kind of just spiraled out of control. Like we got offered a show in Alice Springs and I was like, yeah, sure, let's do that. And then I was like, well, if we're doing that, we may as well do Hobart. Yeah. And if we're doing Hobart, we may as well find someone to put on some shows in Perth. And then we can just kind of say that we took this band to every single state and territory. Because mm-hmm. we thought like that would just be, I thought that'd be fun and unique yeah. and different. And uh, we brought a guy along to film it all and turn it into a documentary. That was pretty cool. And um, we played Alice Springs and then we were going to go to Uluru to just go and be tourists and walk around it. And we'd all partied pretty heavily the night before. And the local dude, Pirate, his name's, well, he's not legal name, but he's known as Pirate, the Alice Springs guy. He like looks yeah. like a fucking character from um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like he's got like these filthy cargo pants that are like made out of like six different old cargo pants all stitched together. Awesome. Like, That's a, le- a leather jacket with like a million patches and holes and studs and shit and just like a kind of half the mustache king, thing. He's, the and the he's final like, boss of metal? He's the king of Alice Springs metal. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And he kind of looks like my doppelganger except he's just like crawled out of a fucking trash can. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just never slept. <laughs> or never slept uh, in a, a bed. Yeah, no, he's, he's a sick cunt but yeah. um Okay. He, he decided like let's go now it's like six o'clock in the morning everyone's fucking high on md and shit oh, and, like, oh not the time so we hit we hit the road before the sun was even up to get out to uluru and uh this actually ended up being filmed somehow because wilson the camera guy was up filming the sunrise yeah and you just like you just see this like the footage is amazing you see this amazing like sunset really slowly coming up over the horizon you see this whoa, whoa, whoa boom and we fucking hit the biggest kangaroo ever and then the car was just fucked yeah and we had to like just drive it 
like at 20 k's an hour or whatever it was going like leaking fluid all the way down the highway to like the nearest uh, roadhouse kind of servo just place yeah and uh we got there at like five in the morning or something and they weren't open for another till like seven or something so mm. we were just like all just laying around the like cooked. car park just cooked out of our brains at this fucking car park to a roadhouse poor dude like, rocks up for work going fuck this yeah and God. then we had to another one because the van was completely fucked and we had to like and there's no reception out there and I had to get on to get into the, the office of this place to let them use the, let me use the phone and call a hike like Hertz or whatever it was and they yeah. had to deliver a car from a replacement van from Alice Springs on the back oh. of a truck and wow. pick our one up and give us a new 12 seater yeah and then we drove out, well, I think it was like probably two in the after, two or three in the afternoon, we finally like are making our way to Alice, I mean to Uluru yep. after having spent all day just decomposing in a truck stop <laughs> oh, no. in, the, in the desert in like 30 something degree heat yeah. coming down from a huge night. <laughs> That's and then, oh, nightmare and shit. Then That's we, gross. Then we got to, got to Uluru and uh, we're like, all right, the sun's going down, but we're still going to pay to get into the park and go to there and see the rock. And like half of us took acid. <laughs> We're like, all right, let's keep going. And so we start, we start walking around the rock and I'm on acid and most of Secret Death is on acid and no one in Palm wanted to touch any of that shit. Because like, yeah. I guess they would, would have been terrified enough. Absolutely. <laughs> A bunch of Japanese dudes that can barely speak English and stuck in the desert. And fucked. And they just like almost died from the biggest kangaroo ever. And then it's just, yeah, really fucking <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> That's also the most Australian yeah. tour story. Yeah, but yeah, we're walking around the rock and the kind of path diverges and there's the path where you're supposed to stick to and then the kind of naughty path where it, was, it felt like it was beckoning us. So yeah. we're like, all right, we're going this way again, a bit closer to the rock and then three fourths of palms stuck with Rito from Secret Death, the guitarist, because he didn't want to, he didn't want to like break the law I suppose yeah and so we kept walking around the rock and we just figured well we'll, we'll meet up with you around the other side it's huge sense of perception was all a bit out of whack <laughs> we're, uh, we're walking around the fucking rock and we're like and the sun's gone down and we're like we're never going to find these guys what the fuck and like I'm ringing Rito just ringing him everyone's trying to call him and he's not answering and uh, it turns out they'd given up and gone back to the van and his his phone was on the drive, like the passenger seat of the van just ringing, but he didn't have the keys to the van. Oh. They didn't have any water. Oh, they no. They had nothing. They're just like stuck out there. And we Next finally- to the van? Yeah. Oh. Just watching the phone ring. And then we finally sort of like two hours later or whatever, made it all the way back to the van. A couple of the palm dudes are just fucking losing it. And um, <laughs> <laughs> like I- and but Yoshi, the palm bass player at the time, rest in peace, Yoshi. He um, yeah, he he had a really beautiful take on the situation. <laughs> it's like they come from Osaka, right? And there's, you can't see shit in the the night sky there, but out in Uluru, you can see the whole galaxy, and it's fucking unbelievable. Makes the skin on the back of your neck stand up, kind of shit. And he was like, "It is okay." I meet God and he like gestures up to the, the to the sky and he goes and then I took a shit and gestures <laughs> gestures out to the desert. <laughs> oh, and a couple of the other palm dudes are just fucking like furious. And anyway, Pirate played plays in a band called Snakes and they played the gig the night before and like as part of that he wears like contact lenses and like dresses up in like green body paint like a snake yeah. or something and he hadn't had a shower since, oh. so he was still he was still wearing his fucking Green. snake outfit and we finally get back to the uh, the Uluru accommodation at like 9pm or whatever it was to check in 
and it was just like the rudest reality check because we're all still on drugs obviously the acid's still <laughs> swelling pretty hard and we walk into like the reception of this place and everyone just realised at the same moment that Pirate was still <laughs> covered in paint <laughs> <laughs> it was just like fuck <laughs> this acid's fucked there's a snake yeah. standing there oh god and then yeah we got to hang out and have some dinner there and sleep for like three or four hours and drive back to Alice Springs to make our flight back to Adelaide or whatever was next and fuck that was insane I just love to we'll meet you on the other side of the rock. That's another thing. We were like, what happened? Like, why did you guys go back to the van where we, were, we tried to find you on the other side? And one of the palm guys was like, oh, Rito, say that too dangerous, very big python. And we're just like, <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> the rainbow it's serpent watch out bro <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, not, fuck. it's not a small rock it's not around the corner it's, mm. it's, it's large yeah, so yeah, I, I think I spent probably like 10 minutes like panicking out of my brain on acid thinking I've just killed like three Japanese guys fuck what have I done <laughs> <laughs> wolf creek <but> metal edition <laughs> oh no so that's, that's probably that's my, my tour stories. That's there. a good one. That's a very and one. it's very Australian. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been talking to a lot of international bands lately and whenever we talk to them they're like we're like, come to Australia. They're like, nah, there's snakes and spiders everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, not everywhere, just most, most places. places yeah. But it's fine. They, they're friendly. Like, no, nah, fuck that. They're going to listen to this and be like, yeah, definitely not coming. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> what promoter is going to be stupid enough to do something like that in this economy? Like, bro, yeah. the only reason we could afford to do that is because I got like a government grant to fund the tour. Man, Which was I've been sick. trying to get government grants. Impossible. I just, but I don't know what I'm fucking doing that mm. as well. So, because well, I want to bring out a band, I want to do a tour. So I've done heaps of local shows, and like they're cool. But well, if you include like somewhere regional like Darwin or Alice on the on your sort of proposal, it yeah. might be a little bit more. You might actually, they might be more inclined to say yes. A federal government grant. Oh, Labor's in power now. Because yeah. I was like, there's no way ScoMo's giving me money. Fuck that cunt. They'll love, He's it, out. They'll love it if you bring Street Soldier out. Pro Street Soldier. <laughs> yeah, it's a cultural learning. <laughs> Come <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> Fuck it up. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, what car do you drive? Uh, Tesla Model 3. Hey, that's uh, not a Subaru <laughs> Forester. <laughs> Damn it. It's uh, like, yeah, I basically just... <laughs> Skated by in, in life with uh, having a bit of a bomb car that I drove into the ground when I was like 19, 20 or something. And then uh, just like sometimes I'd be lucky enough for housemates to have spare cars. Like when I moved out to the sticks with my now wife at the start of the pandemic, moved in with her and her sister had left her old like, can't remember what it was, just some shitty little hot pink bomb yep. that I sort of drove, drove for like <laughs> eight months or whatever, yep. drove for about a year. Cause I, like, because I'd always been like, I don't need a car. I'm gonna, I moved to Melbourne, and uh, even yeah. before that, I was like, I just use public transport and walk everywhere. I'd lived in the valley in Brisbane, and it was easy. Yeah. Here, I lived in Coburg for ages, and so it was just, just super train easy. Train and, yeah, it's, it's just there. I didn't need a car, and uh, then when I moved out there, I was like, fuck, I need a car. Mm. And so I was lucky enough to have a car to borrow for a while. But then, 2020, I saved a lot of money because I wasn't doing anything. So with, costs. Yeah. yeah, so I was just like putting all my money into the bank and saved like about 10 grand or something silly. And then January 2021, like I think it was the GameStop thing started popping off and then Doge was popping off. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'd always had sort of a bit of an interest in the crypto thing, but I never dove in. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. 
not missing out on this one. Yep. And yeah, jumped into Dogecoin and then like eight months later or whatever it was, I was buying a, I think like six, seven months later, I was buying a Tesla. Sick. So I just, I just was just like taking modafinil every day for like six months, just <laughs> sitting in front of my computer, just like <laughs> flipping shit coins. Just awesome. like that, was, that kind of became my job for a while. Just yeah. fucking laser focused on like shit coins, meme coins. Like I made like tens of thousands of dollars on stupid jokes, like cum, ass, pube, yeah, like the yeah. dumbest fucking meme coins. coins. Yeah. Cause they, yeah, they just pop up worth nothing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Or you get a little bit of traction. Oh, sell. And it's like, yeah. And so sick. I started like stacking money away. I was like, what am I going to do with this? Maybe I'll get like a property deposit or something one day. And then I just was like, no, I definitely need to actually get a proper car. And the only car that really makes sense with crypto money, I guess, was a Tesla. Shout out (laughs) Dogecoin. (laughs) That's a good way to fucking do it. Yeah. That's so good. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, that's actually awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so the first car I ever bought was a Tesla, so... Pretty ridiculous. That's sick. That's a flex. That's a <laughs> yeah. good flex, dude. Yeah, fuck. How is it? Do you like it? Yeah, I love fucking it. love it. It's the coolest toy I own, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, could have, I, could have, I know a couple of people with Teslas. Every, every, every month cool. or so, like, I figure out some new little subtle feature it has that I hadn't clicked onto before. Yeah. I just love how it shows you the cars coming up, like, that are parked on that screen. It's just mm. fucking weird, man. Oh, like the side cam? Yeah, or like front, everything. Says on, on, it shows like yeah, and it's got the radar and it oh, like yeah. scans all the cars around you. It's kind of like, it's got everything within the car to be able to do the self-driving stuff, but it's but like, you got to pay extra to kind of unlock the software, which is kind of bullshit. Yeah, that's Even so like weird. You, you pay to pay, play? Yeah, you got to pay extra to get like the steering wheel warmer and the back seat warmers and stuff. Just like, that's, it's kind it, of fucking like, why it's, wouldn't it, it's there. Wouldn't you just give it to me? Fuck you. EA Sport. That's EA yeah. Electronic Arts Download style. content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DLC, it's just blacked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just that part of it's pretty shitty. Yeah, that's just, weird. You know when you like uh, unlock a player in a game? Yeah, there's just, yeah, the there's silhouette. just there's a silhouette sitting next to you. And it's, yeah. it's definitely not as cool to own since Elon started trashing his brand. Oh, probably. It's kind of like... What a mess. Like for a little bit, I was kind of like, oh, fuck, this is a bit embarrassing now. But ultimately, it's still a fucking sick car no matter how much of a clown he is. Yeah, there was yeah, a point where he was like... Ticking every box. Like, oh, this dude's a mad scientist. Yeah, it's cool though because he makes... Hank Scorpion. He makes rockets and cool cars like what a legend mm. and then it was like then it, I think got to his head a little bit and yeah. it's like he went right off the and deep he, end he fucking burned the curtain down you could see what a clown he really was right, correct because like, he was doing so yeah. much like the batteries and shit to power mm. everything and then yeah, he's, yeah so uh, I know a bit about the battery stuff because we do it for work and there's a there's a bit involved like that stuff's really fucking cool and mm. it's good and I'm like, oh, and this just dude's just a fucking lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I suppose I fucking life. would be too. Yeah. If I was that rich, I'd be the most psycho cunt yeah. ever and not give a fuck. <laughs> like, buy Twitter as a joke to lose money yeah. and demonize just people. Let's go. Fucking mid, the ultimate midlife crisis. <laughs> so like, I guess like, it just goes to show no matter how much money you have, you're still just a fucking insecure human being. 100%. Just, with just money. like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. And the, funny, the things that you do to act out off, off that are just like more embarrassing because it's bigger global. scale. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wild. He just ran Twitter into the ground. It's so fucked now. It's, it's it, fucked. If you make it, it money, was my though. favorite app. Like, I mean, it's still, it still is my favorite social media, but, but it's, it's just not, the same. Not, not what it was. And you can tell people are paying though, because there's a lot of those ticks getting around now. Mm. So he's making money. Oh, 
And some like I'm, all, I've almost been Facebook. fucking tempted to get a blue tick myself because sometimes I tweet something and I see how low the views are. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, this is what they're doing. That's what they've done. So yeah. Facebook have just done it. So yeah, Facebook wanna- bought Instagram and like, oh, yeah, Facebook started dying. And then like Instagram was a place to promote shows and shit mm. and music and like that's the only place. Now it's TikTok. But because TikTok's getting cause TikTok's yeah. everywhere. You fucking promote shows on TikTok. Like, how the fuck do you promote a show on TikTok? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. That's why I'm asking. Then, I don't. <laughs> but I'm like, that's the thing. The new social media is TikTok. Mm. And because of that, Instagram is dead because you need video content because they are trying to keep up with TikTok. That's for the real Facebook's absolutely dead. All that was good on Facebook was events. Now, events get no reach. Yeah. So. To do anything, you need to pay. So you need to pay ad to boost your own posts to reach your own followers on you all the social media. You boost our posts, I see it. No one else fucking sees it. Same. Same. Yeah. Like, we see see it. Like, what the fuck? And like, I put hundreds of dollars into every fucking post. I'm like, for nothing. And it's this just pissing in the wind. But now they've got a feature you can you can subscribe. It's a blue tick for Facebook and Instagram. You can buy that. And I don't know if that's going to be. I'm tossing up it's doing the same it. Thing Twitter did. Is it going to be? Is it to counteract that bullshit fake reach that you have to pay for that you don't get? Like I don't, I don't know. know. I always feel a little I hate bit giving money to those. Yeah, cars. I always feel a little bit shitty about it. It, it. It's sucks. like, but like, how else do you promote a show? Like street posters. That's what street back. posters are sick, but um. And I still like to do them as much as I can, but yeah, they're definitely not cheap. But uh, yeah, and also the locations sometimes suck. Like yeah. the ones that are halfway down an alleyway and, and then you can't you, see. Yeah, and then you flyer and like you you hand out five hundred flyers. How many like you might get ten sales? Yeah, most people just like yeah, cheese and throw them. Like if they stick in the head, maybe. But oh, bro, promoting sucks. It's, yeah, it's tough. It's, it's a hard game at the moment. I don't. I don't know. I'm also very jaded at the moment. Mm. So <laughs> coming off the back of some shitty ticket sales shows and like mm, this sucks. Yeah, but. Um, I guess we're masochists. Yeah, we, <laughs> we need uh, we need something. Need a new, need a little kickstart. New social media app. Uh, no, fuck social media. Social media sucks, but you can't do it in real life. You got a radio show, <laughs> but like even that, like, like a, who listens to the radio to find out what's happening? That's what I mean. It's, it's kind it's, of like I think radio is sort of like a almost supplemental, and yeah. if, if people happen to be listening at the right time, they might That's get it. clued onto something. But mm-hmm. it's, I don't it's, think anyone's going to the radio to find out what's happening this weekend. Nah, it's tough. I don't fucking know what the answer is. Yeah, there really isn't one. It's just mm, like it's everything's word, just word of splintered, and you, you know what? You've nah. either got you've either got hype or you don't, I suppose. And you just anything in the middle, token. you just got to fucking yeah. <laughs> Hey, suck it up and pay money to Zuckerberg and just hope for the best. Yeah. Fuck me, that sucks. Yeah, I don't know how Sleep Token did it, but they fucking did it. Masks. Mystery. Yeah, mystery. Mm-hmm. Everyone's be trying mis- to find be out mysterious and everyone's like, ooh, and be horny. Mysterious <laughs> and horny. <laughs> That's the key. If you horny if you're horny, it's fine. You said that ten years ago. That's but if you took time, the, I bet you, you if it took all their masks off, people wouldn't be less horny. <laughs> I saw some funny tweet the other week that was like, Imagine if Sleep Token all took their masks off and it was all just different dudes that have been cancelled yeah. for sex crimes. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh no. Oh, bro, the uh, Shinto show the other night was uh, like a little reunion of uh, cancelled dudes. They all just rolled into the show and hmm, getting a few taps on the shoulder. Like, that cunt shouldn't be here. (laughs) Bro, it's not my show. (laughs) I can't say who's 
allowed in and who's not. And there's no, like, filter on Eventbrite to, like, mm. cancel people from buying tickets. But buy tickets, buy tickets. Just anyway. That's a side issue. Yeah. Um, I could get into that, but I'd, let's not. Bro, <laughs> such a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, what's on your rider? Uh, for run at yeah. this stage, I don't think we really have the... Um, Buying the pulling power to <laughs> actually fine. have a rider. It's just still w- one, water, anyway. water and two drink tickets per member, basically, at this yeah. stage. Whatever the venue's got, we'll take. Yeah. Let's write one then. Well, I think an ideal one would have uh, like hummus and fresh fruit and crackers mm-hmm. and hummus. Um, I love hummus. Yeah, good choices. Uh, summer ales, probably my yep. favorite beers. Mm-hmm. But lately, I've actually been really enjoying playing sober. Yeah. So, I don't know, a shower and fresh towels would be a fucking Bro, sick imagine rider. if <laughs> venues had showers. Like big ones, too. In Europe, but every venue has a fucking shower. Even, wild. like, the dingy basements have... Yeah. I've seen some of the most horrific showers I've ever seen in, like, Belgium. And, like, and it's, like, some patchwork, absolute dog shit fucking, um, like, carpentry that's gone into it. Yeah. But you're thankful that you get to have a shower regardless. Yeah, it's nothing worse than getting off stage and being sticky and then, like, you're going to change your shirt and you're like, oh, I'm just mm. putting on another shirt onto sticky. Like, this is no, this is no good. And hanging out in a hot fucking venue afterwards, you're like, oh, mm. I stink. I want to fucking freshen up. Yeah, mm. I get it. Fresh towels, though. Who? What venues in Australia have showers? Nothing I, I've been backstage for. I, um, played, I don't have played access e- to. I think played Eaton's Hill Hotel in Brisbane once and yep. there was showers there. Hey. Don't know if we took advantage of that, but I remember there being some. Yeah, yeah all the bigger venues, I suppose. But uh, yeah, all the arenas would. Absolutely. Even but like even arenas like, would. But yeah. what about like even forum? Like, I I'm not sure. I've never yeah. been backstage Neither before. Um, hey forum, you got showers? Let's know. Who oh. works? Who works? Do we know anyone that works at forum? We know people that played there. Alts played there. Yeah, we know us. heaps of people that played there, but I want to know who works there. Also for the little fucking yeah. kickbacks. Yeah, because we just want mm. one of those booths. We want to, like like the MCG. No, I want to go want upstairs. Booth. I want to be in the fucking balcony. Yeah. <laughs> they oh, don't sell yeah. tickets up there because it's seats. And the um, fucking only, old mate. What was the like, show we were at the only, other day? There's only like a corner part you can get up in there, though. No, there's the full top. I don't think it is anymore, yeah. though, is it? But it's like fenced off. Yeah. I think it's always fenced off now. Uh, yeah, no, but for shows. But like comedy festival and shit, all seats open. I should do it then. Sleep. Bendigo Hotel has a shower, actually. What? Yeah, because it's, it's a backpackers hostel oh, upstairs yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been plenty of times where I've been Some on tour like, and I've stayed there and like had a shower. That green room is like smaller than this room. Yeah. But, ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I forget there's a backpackers upstairs. Yeah. Don't mention backpackers to Jace. You'll, it's been a time. Traumatic memories or something? Oh, oh Sydney. in Sydney. Not at all. Yeah, no, I don't want to talk about that. That's bad. Um, if you haven't heard that at home, listen to the Good Things review we did. Nightmare stuff. Yeah, it's great. Right. I had a full-blown panic attack in the Backpackers Hotel. Like, ah, get me out of here. Because it was meant to be two beds and a shower. Beautiful. It's all you need after a fucking festival. And what, it was just a big shared dorm room? And no, no, it was, no, just it was two, two beds. beds. It was like a prison cell. Um, aircon didn't work. Finally, I finally found the shower. I like, went to have a shower. I come back and this motherfucker's like, get dressed, we're fucking leaving. Uh, <laughs> just so I fucking lost it. I'm like, 
I don't need to be doing this. I felt really bad for cruelty the other week because like I because I was talking about the ticket sales and stuff before and like so I was yeah. penny pinching with accommodation yeah. for for them because by the when I started booking a com the ticket sales were still shit. And we had relatively nice spots everywhere, but then Melbourne I like it's hard to, to get good you can't get like good cheap a com here, so yeah. I just like went for that nunnery backpackers around the corner from from the workers' club. Yeah. And I thought like from the photos on the website, it looked decent enough. And I thought I was booking like a, a room with just four beds. Yeah. And sweet. I thought I was booking like a, a double bed sort of room. Yeah. And then I was like, obviously they'll have shared bathrooms, but then go to check them in. And it's like, Oh, here's your four beds in here. And there's like 20 fucking dudes from all different random nationalities, oh. like in this giant dorm of 30 beds. And then here's your, your double bed, which was more like a single bed and like a tiny little cell for the couple in the band. And yeah, it, I felt so bad for him, but at that point was not my problem. I went home to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow. See you boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I'll probably, I'll, yeah, I'll stay in lots of dodgy com because yeah, I'm always on the road. So nothing as dodgy as that joint. Anyway, yeah, no, that was fucked. Uh, do you drink coffee? Yeah. What's your coffee order? Oat mocha lately. Ooh, big, big into the mockers. I yeah. used to get fucking vilified and teased relentlessly in my old band Colossus because a couple of the dudes in that band were real like Melbourne coffee snobs. One of the guys like helped run a coffee business, like you a cold press a business. Mocker. And then, <laughs> then I'd just get teased so bad, like, why the fuck are you masking the taste of your Play coffee sort of thing? And I'm like, well, it's not masking it. You get the like you chocolate, get chocolate, and chocolate rules and coffee rules, and I get both. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like one day the, the main instigator of the anti mocha sentiment went and got everyone coffees and like accidentally started drinking my one. He's like, "Oh, that's pretty good actually." And I was like, "Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, got him." <laughs> I, I did that maybe 10, 11 years ago. I was working in the country just with. I'm construction, so I just work with like brain dead bogans, and it's mm. like, yep, sweet. And I drink caramel lattes. So you get fucking bullied. Bullied. Then this old cunt I was working with, we're in the cafe in the morning, it's like six a.m. Getting a coffee. He's like, "What coffee do you want?" I'm like, "Caramel latte." He's like, "Caramel latte? What the fuck is that?" I'm like, <laughs> "Shut up, like, you fucking dinosaur cunt! Drink a long black and experience pain no, or then, nothing." Then he no, he's just drinking cappuccinos. I'm like, "Bro, cappuccinos are bananas. What are you talking about?" Anyway, <laughs> and then um, he did the same thing. He gave me the wrong one. I had a sip. I'm like, "Oh, cappuccino, yuck!" And then he had a sip. He's like, "Oh, what's this?" I'm like, "That's a caramel latte." He's like, "This is fucking great." I'm like, "Yeah, you." Fucking idiot. Why would I order a shit coffee? It tastes great. I'm like, it's just sugar. Yum. <laughs> but um yeah. Yeah, or nowadays it doesn't matter. Whatever you drink, you drink. It's yeah. fine. But I find like no one coffee shames in Melbourne. But um, I do a lot of rural work. A lot of people still coffee shaming mm. out there. As soon as there's any alternatives, or they're like, oh, where do you live? Like, oh, I live in Brunswick. They're like, oh. Latte yeah. sipping. No, yeah. not, and it's not lattes anymore. It's like, oh, you drinking that fucking uh, low-fat oats milk fucking piccolos, eh? I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, idiot. Like, I'm like, yeah, but I'm not sleeping with my fucking family members, you weird cunt. Oh, and then they, they shut up. Oh, she's good to, are you vegan every time? Yeah. Like, where you live, Brunswick? You vegan. <laughs> Instantly. Like, what's the matter? And or, or... Like, have you been to a vegan restaurant? Like, what do they serve? Just salad? Like, oh. bro. Like, <laughs> that, oh. that's, that's pretty broad, but anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I like bullying the country because, like, 
And they're normally pretty good people. But yeah, it's mm. fun. And because I live there, so it's like, yeah, whatever. Um, what's your spice level? Do you like spicy food? Fairly high. Yeah. I um when I, I toured India singing for Sacroptic once. Yeah. For like two weeks and, me and different spice. Me and the bass player Todd. We kept, like, trying our hardest. Like, we were telling all the restaurants and stuff, like, spice us out. We want to get fucked up. Yeah. And we still never got so- served something that, like, was impossible to eat. And I don't know if that's because we just, like, burnt our taste buds to a fucking crisp or if uh, they were just seeing white guys going, yeah, all right, we'll yeah, make this white guy spicy. Yeah. <laughs> they were holding back <laughs> on you. Yeah. Just a little, the little teaspoon yeah. of chili, like a little, a little bit of curry powder. Yeah, big fan of chili. Mm. Man, I, I want to go to India, but I need to go to Sri Lanka. So I, I'm um, like half Sri Lankan, so I need to go there. I like uh, wouldn't be rushing back, but I, like if the opportunity came up, I'd probably take it. But yeah. I, I definitely very appreciate the fact that I got to go there and experience that. It was mm. that's it. Like I don't want to go and like move there. Yeah, I just yeah. want to have a look and be yeah. like, hey, this is sort of my background. It's extremely and humbling, just, yeah, and just really like places like that really sort of put you in your place and make you realize how good you have it. Love a bit of perspective. And even, um, yeah, that's the word I was looking for, but yeah. E- yeah, even, even like music over there is kind of bizarre. Like over here, obviously like metal and hardcore and heavy alternative music, just that sort of entertainment, I suppose is for everyone. Yeah. And then over there, it's like, you've got to be at least kind of middle upper class. Yeah. Right to be able to afford it. And like, you'd be playing these venues, playing gigs, up the top of like the fifth fifth floor of some fancy building and everyone's drinking like ten dollar imported American beers. Yeah. And then you look down on the street and there's like children with like broken legs, like Yeah, just like, eating dirt, begging for fucking pennies and yeah. it's super depressing. Wild. Yeah, the the both ends of the scale right yeah. next to each other. Yeah, that's weird. Everyone's just packed in together. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's full on. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Uh what's that? Where are we at? Oh. What's your Uber rating? Uh, I think it's like maybe like a 4.5 or a 4.6 or something. Do you want me to check? Yeah. Ooh, have a look. Uh, it's 4.5. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping it's not 4.5. 4.5 is bad. <laughs> it's very low. <laughs> <laughs> the worst we've had is 4.52, which is Ben from Pint Glass. So, and he tried to fight the driver. Yeah. Yeah. So. I've, uh, I've had a few... Had a few incidents over the years, like just fucking <laughs> being off my face and telling loudmouth horrible stories, or oh, like yeah. I do it all the time. I'm still pretty good. My wife I throwing up, but you've had yours is more of a ratio. Yeah, yeah like five thousand. Uh, it looks like it's actually gone up since I last checked it. Four point seven three. Well, that's yeah, good. That's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, I'm four point seven zero. What oh, the fuck? I'm four point eight six. <laughs> I, I haven't drank for nearly eighteen months, and it, and it's still not going up. It's been going down. I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're I haven't as, done anything wrong. Not as charming. Not oh, as chatty. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, absolutely, I'm not chatty at all yeah. anymore. I'm just got like headphones in, sitting in the back. Like, I oh, see that's five stars to the me. airport. Yeah. That's five stars. You don't. No one talks to me. Five stars. Yeah. Well, you, you drive. No, but oh. as a passenger as well, that driver's yeah. getting five stars if you if just it, say hello he talk, yeah. Yeah. and say thank That's you. That's the thing. I don't rate yeah. them ever. No, I don't either. No. Unless they're like Terrible. super Unless stars. they're cunts. Or unless they're cunts. If they're cunts, pff, one star. But if they're, or if they're like over-accommodating the nicest dude ever or they're telling a good yarn, yeah, five stars. Mm. The best one I had recently was on the way to Chapel Street and he was just cruising at like 70 on the freeway. I'm like, for fuck's sake. 70? So slow. <laughs> Bro. But then, like this is obviously like, late or early last year and I just like had you know when you feel that cough and you're like I can't cough right now I had to do it 
we're doing 130 on the freeway after that cough. And fuck, he got me to challenge oh. so far. <laughs> 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 it just flew. Get this COVID patient out yeah, of here. Fucking much. He's like, that. No, fuck, I'm not getting this. Um, what's your band group chat called? Um, we've got multiple. Yeah. Uh, so there's that's sort good. of like <laughs> that's even better. Themed <laughs> group chats, like well, yeah. serious one, silly one. Yeah. There's two silly ones currently, but like it's kind of like because there's different generations of the band, mm-hmm. and then new members will come in and we'll make a new chat or whatever. And um, <laughs> awesome. the the, the old, when we had like Dom and Will from Terminal Sleep playing in the band. Um, we had a chat called that's still, there's still like a certain flavor of meme that will get shared in there from time to time. And it's currently, it's called zero gravity shower with your dad. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> and then, uh, the other, the other meme one is called Amir Michelle, which is the name of this. Um, we we're flying to Sydney to play with low and kill at last year. And this fucking like, I mean, his, his Instagram handle is like Amir Michelle house buyer or house seller or something. And he's just like oh. this kind of like on try hard entrepreneurial sort of dude. I know the style dude. I see the ads pop up and like suggested posts. Oh, and he's like really trying to sell himself as some kind of real estate mogul. Yep. And he was like so excited to be sitting next to us and like took selfies with all of us and then like didn't say a word for like the whole flight. And then when we get off the plane, all of a sudden we get tagged in these posts and he's like, put our tour poster up and like photos of all of us being like, so, so happy to have met run metal on their debut on the, like the trip to their debut Sydney performance or whatever. So then the group chat got named to Amir Michelle. (laughs) Awesome. And then that's just like where all the memes go these days. And then we've got another one that's just run with, uh, just like the, for the, the serious band chat. Serious, yeah. We've got a serious one, that staff chat. Yep. But then <laughs> yes. yeah, we've got heaps of random we've band Because we've got group chats with like most bands we have on the pod or for shows. And I've yep. got show ones and that. They're all like business style, like show name, date, venue. But then the band ones are like stupid. I think the names are all normalish. Mm. They're all just like then there's, bro. That we've got one with Alira that's on Instagram, like an Instagram DM group chat. Like this sucks. I hate fucking. And it's just uh, called Alira Nag. So I like DMing on Instagram. Sweet Instagram DM. Good because it's. I reckon it's quicker yeah. and less bullshit than the Facebook Messenger. But for group chats, no good. So it gets fucking buried. It's yeah. hard to search for. Yeah, I'm still in a in a in the Colossus group chat from like five six years ago. We tried to make a group chat to kind of sort of organise a final show with everyone that was ever in the band, sort of thing, and that obviously went nowhere and fell apart real quickly. But a whole bunch of other people got added to it, and now it's just like shit shit post central. Yeah, and it's just called Fange. Which is just like a misspelling of thanks. Because like one day someone said, Th- yeah, Fange, man. Or like something. It's like, all right, six, Fange, yeah. let's go. Yeah, with um, the old Steadfast chat was. What was that? That was named after this like simp dude, like a super oh, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a little bit of fucking activity going on in the yeah, group chat. Yeah, just a little bit. That one <laughs> pops up every now and then. Um, <laughs> what kind of drive does Run use? Cloud storage. Cloud storage. What's yeah. uh, Google Drive? That's Good it. man. Google Drive on top. Yeah. Fuck Dropbox. Dropbox is like okay Dropbox enough. Dropbox is serviceable, but it's not the one. But it's it's not OneDrive. OneDrive's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I just got sent photos last from last night because I went to Bonnevere last night, mm. and the promoter just sent me. Uh, I thought it was a Dropbox file. No, 
Box.com. Never heard of that one. New one. Never seen it. Download the app. No. Well, fucking get the app. Com. I don't know why pe- people always like complain about Google Drive and being like, it's like you got to re- can't well, get access no and blah, blah, blah. And, and you're like, stuff. if you know what you're doing. Just fucking right click, share, and change the setting to anyone with the link can view and you're sweet. Bang. So easy. Google's and the easiest one in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. If I can use it. Anyone can use yeah, it. A lot of pe- a lot of pe- a lot of loud people are on the team Dropbox. Yeah, I noticed. And I like I get it that they're loud, so their opinion is heard by more people. It doesn't mean it's true. Just because you're loud doesn't mean you're right. I'm loud, very loud, and I'm right. That's Google drives the best. <laughs> Google drives the fucking best. I, so I use Google Drive for the podcast and everything. Yep. I use OneDrive for work and Dropbox for work. So I use all three actively every day. Yeah. Google Drive shits all over all of them. Yeah, I use OneDrive for Triple J stuff. Yeah. Like just because that's what we have to do there. Yeah. Dropbox generally for label stuff yep. and then um, Google Drive for band stuff and I'm definitely on Team Google Drive. Absolutely. I'm lucky my work uses Google Drive. Everything's I, on Google Drive. I wish. My, my company, they're too... Stupid with technology to use anything else because OneDrive's built into Windows. They use that, mm. but um, but they pay some IT firm to fucking keep an eye on it, which is bullshit. But yeah, OneDrive sucks. Google everywhere. My work is everything. Google all the work phones are Pixels. Yeah, it's a bit they, of fucking sponsorship action. Haven't given on me one yet. Those are fucking dogs. Um, yeah. Um, that's about it. I don't know what the fuck that says. Oh, oh, it's a new one we added yesterday. Yeah, because I'm like, who's that? That's your handwriting. Yeah. Um, do you use Uber Eats? Um, I sometimes do. I've uninstalled the app to try and stop using it. So no, I do that, and then I install it, order, uninstall. And what I do is because you can actually you can get into go into the normal Uber app and just and like choose delivery now? instead yeah. of like ride or whatever, and then every every now and then I'll be naughty and do that. Mm. So I, I just do that. It's a, yeah, it's, a, it's bad. It's bad. I will literally just install it, order it as soon as it gets there, uninstall. I, that's another another reason I sort of know that I need to drink a bit less or wanted to have it every now and then when I have my, my break from drinking. I'm like, spending too much fucking money on Uber Eats and it's always because I'm hungover as fuck and can't so be bothered cooking anything or going to the shops. dying like, oh, just send me a fucking kebab cunt fish yeah. or some, just something like, yeah. and then you do that three times before you get out of bed and you're like I've just wasted $120 bro I haven't done anything like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've watched I've watched all of the Lord of the Rings in a row and haven't moved but I've yeah I get yeah, it yeah. you yeah. got a hash brown and a coffee for $49 but you know what I'm having for dinner I'm having eggs you brought <laughs> some eggs around I eat so many eggs it's insane yeah so you've got you've got f- fancy chalks too don't you i got all sorts i got like generic sort of egg laying f- factory farm chalks and then yeah. a whole bunch of what fancy are, ones what too. are traditional he- chickens called like uh, is there like a name because I'm like the red ones like- are like Rhode Islands generally ah yep 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 and uh, then I've got like Polish chickens and they're like the ones with the silly heads and like yeah, silkies and ones and that. Yeah. I got all sorts of like weird breeds that I can't even think of the name of right now. Awesome. Chickens, yeah. Just chickens. Yeah. I, I grew up with chooks yeah. and uh, when I moved to, I moved to like a house in Coburg many years ago that had like a decent little backyard and I was like, let's get some chooks. Got some shocks. They came with me through another couple of houses since then. And See? then when my cancer stuff happened, I had to move into an apartment closer to the city and I had to give them away. Mm. And then when I moved, uh, 
moved in with my now wife and she owns a place out in in the, the, out in the, in the sticks yeah, yeah. and yeah we got like a huge backyard so chickens are back free range like chickens are back yeah, yeah. chickens <laughs> fuck yeah we've got some eggs I've got to do meal prep straight after this absolutely so. Ooh, bro farm fresh nice. home fresh <laughs> backyard <laughs> eggs fresh fresh Oh, anybody want a little cheeky egg? A little bit more, little bit more chook, <laughs> <Bro, just laughs> A little bit more chook. Rolled up in a trench coat and just open the jacket pocket. <laughs> oh, can I interest you in some uh, farm fresh eggs? Oh, later myself. <laughs> yeah. Or a Rolex with double L. Bro, yeah, Rolex. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm big into um, big into French toast at the moment. French toast oh, and boiled eggs. Yesterday, oh my god, the, French toast the main is things so at the moment. good. Yeah, we were at the Lux around the corner. French yeah. toast yesterday. There's um, where my office is. My office is in Laverton, and there's a servo near the office where I go in the morning to get a coffee. They do French toast toasties, so mm. you can get a bacon and egg toasty. But the That's bread decadent. is French toast. I'm like, this is fucked good. <laughs> so I get that with sriracha. Nice. And the lady there every time. So I, I'm never in the office, but if I'm in there, I'm like, I have to get one. So any sauce, Dal? I'm like, yeah, sriracha. She's like, pardon? I'm like, yeah, sriracha. So on a toasty, it's 6 a.m. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> there's no time frame on chili. Like, <laughs> what? Every other kind of gets barbecue sauce. Boring. I want chili. But yeah. yeah. Nice way to wake you up. Like, oh, it's great. Yeah, French toasty and a coffee for brekkie, 6 a.m. Perfect. It's good stuff. Anyway. Anyway, I'm fucking rabbiting on again. Um, Listen to Run. Listen to Run. Uh, Into the Fall. Yep. Into the Fall Festival. March 18. At March the, 18 at, at the Croxton. Uh, the side shows. Uh, 17th at the Bright Side, which is Gate Creeper, Undeath, and Convulsing. Bro. And then... There's the Saturday the 18th in Melbourne at the Croxton, Obscure, Gate Creeper, Undeath, uh, Stabbing, Cryptic Shift, Inverloc, uh, Freedom of Fear, Resin Tomb, Growth, Pestis Cultus, uh, Alters. Who am I missing here? There's a bunch. Fuck, you've done well, though. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember the poster, and I'm like about halfway down, and, I'm like, and then it's just getting blurrier in my mind. Yeah, I've definitely missed a couple, but yeah, big... Big, Big Dev, fucking sick metal, and we're we're sort of banking on the fact that it's going to be successful enough to do it again. To do it again, and we're sort of looking Fuck ahead knows. to 2024, and have been in early contact with a few internationals about that, which is very exciting. But even if it, if it, I think even if it loses a little bit of money, we're still going to do it, and just it'll just be an investment in the next one, I guess. Yeah, growth. Yeah, growth. The last band. So you yeah. got them all. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> sick. Undeath, what a fucking yeah. cool band! And then, then, then yeah. Sydney the next night is yeah. uh, Obscure, Gate Creeper, and Plowshare from Canberra. Dick, okay, man, that's very cool. Uh, Crooks's album is out. Yeah, the sounds of hell. Artist first for physicals. Yeah, I um, I did that buy a record and and the ticket thing. Ticket. I saw that. I thank like, you. Yeah, I was like, hmm, I want to go to the show and buy. I'm like, oh, the options there. <laughs> no one does that. I'm like, yeah, sick. I'll yeah, do that. wasn't as uh, successful as we thought, but yeah, and it's, I think there was only like three or four people that did that across the tour. But yeah. it was it's smart. An option. Like, mm. Anyway, but yeah, some people can't go to the shows or whatever. Like, yeah, I get it, but like, fucking take advantage of that. Absolutely. So that's on artists first. Um, what other stuff you got out? 
plug? Um, uh, just a bunch of shows with Run coming up, yep. uh, which I already plugged. Yeah. Uh, run underscore metal on Instagram to That's check it all out. Go listen to our new song, Everyone's Cancelled, Everything's Cancer, and keep an eye out for the Goo Goo Dolls cover, and hopefully by the end of the year, we will have some news on a new record, finally. Mm. Big things coming. Absolutely. <laughs> what have we got? We've got uh, Grave Mind, Melancholia, Vilify, Body Prison, State Gold, March 14th. March? April? April 14th. Fuck. Um, April 14th. And I want to see Melancholia, but I think we're going to Adelaide the next morning, like us driving to Adelaide at 6 a.m. Yep. for that festival. So yeah, because um, I don't think we'll be able to make that. And same well, as. From yours to there, this, uh, it's halfway. So you, mm, you know, Earth Call is <laughs> playing Adelaide too, and they're doing the crossover. Yeah. And yeah, there's a few things going on, but. Too much. Yeah, I know. Can it's, everyone calm down? It's so busy. <laughs> Why is there so many bands? Oh, no. Um, oh, come to that show won't play or buy a Patreon. Join the Patreon and you can get in for free. That's, and um, that's about it. Oh, um, I made Crocs charms. Buy them. They're on the <laughs> website. I haven't promoted them. <laughs> I told the Patreon people and that's it. They're like, fuck, I need to sell these actually. But um, yeah. Well, like Crocs key rings or something? Like, no, like plugs, to, or plugs to go in Crocs with oh, our logo yeah, yeah. on it. I yeah. see. Yeah, so I made them. There's only a handful. Right. If they sell out, I'll make more. I've got a My dude wife's now. got Pokemon ones. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, got a Crocs. I can't out. advertise for Crocs, but I can advertise for our stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Because I tried to get from, uh, sponsored by Crocs and they said no. So, fuck you. <laughs> but anyway, I will continue. Try again in five years or something when the podcast is a bit bigger. Yeah. We've done it The way wrong. he's going, he's just going to buy Crocs out. Mm, just buy them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. This is very fun. And um, yeah, click all the links. Catch us later. Peace. Pop that. Bye.